and Before the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week we're talking about Oakland's own Jay Som, who's released what she's considering her debut album, Everybody Works, and it starts out like this. So this opening track, which I almost feel like kind of an off-brand Vangelis with the synth and horns, <laughs> uh-huh. and then this very kind of dreamy romantic singing and this generally kind of very f- vague and formless is, I think, a really interesting way to start, especially since I had two earlier impressions of this band. The first being when Jason played at the She Shreds, and that's really hard to say, but they did a day party at South by South. She Shreds Seashells by the Seashells. Exactly. It's hard to say, but they put on a heck of a day party with a lot of great bands, but mostly very rocking, guitar-driven rock. I mean, She Shreds, it's all about guitar work. And so I had kind of a very rock impression of them. And then to listen to the first, or the I guess the earlier not official release turn into, which we listened to a fair bit before listening to this official first album and that one is a very kind of shoegaze sound that's very kind of fuzzy but also loud and a little aggressive and this one is sort of fuzzy but very not aggressive in this first track so you said they this is actually the solo project of a woman named melina duterte who's only 22 years old and grew, uh, was born in walnut creek grew up in brentwood in the east bay and now lives in oakland so she's a local person which is we always like to give extra attention to local musicians. And she recorded all the instruments herself, did this whole recording herself in her house. And she had some recorded tracks that she just one day decided to put up on Bandcamp, and that was Turn Into. And she wasn't sure if anyone would, would pay attention to it, and they did, and people liked it. But I had listened to that thinking that this was that was the new record after we saw her perform at South By. And... Um, I was like, eh, it's kind of shoegazy and not that interesting. And then when I realized, you you correct me and you were like, that's actually not the new record. And so then I listened to it and it's so much better. And you can tell that there is a lot more intent here to really put this out as like, this is my artistic expression now that people are listening. Yeah, I, I'm very impressed by, you know, the one artist doing all the instruments. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that since my first impression was her performing with a backing band mm-hmm. uh, live and it was a very good kind of daytime festival sound. Unfortunately, didn't make it to uh, the Fona del Sol 
but I guess that kind of reminded me that they were playing, she was playing, but with mm-hmm. her band. Mm-hmm. And so that it works, that she's able to do it as a lone genius doing everything, but then it can also work as a live band. Very and, entertaining. And it was kind of amazing just listening to this while I was running this morning and realize, like thinking about the fact that 20 years ago, you never could have done this. Like one person couldn't really have recorded all of the instruments like this in her own house without, you know, a studio. And it's kind of amazing that this is what technology enables now. Yeah, I think the earliest example of that is just maybe just past 20 years. But I feel like that that first Nine Inch Nails album was supposedly just Trent Reznor in his bathroom. Wow. Doing I that. Didn't know just, that. It's just him. Wow. And then later he blew up and got a band. But yeah. it, that at least he started that way. And it's but obviously and became terrible. Well, it happens to the worst and the best of us. Mostly the worst of us, though. But yeah, I like, though, that, you know, this song is so kind of amorphous and romantic, but immediately segues into the second track, which is a very straightforward pop song and really catchy. It's called The Bus Song. the universal theme of this record is being patient and working hard which kind of subverts all of the stereotypes about millennials for someone who's 22 but she has been making music for 10 years and really seems dedicated to it and this song is just kind of translates that at least to me translates that attitude to relationships and like that it takes time to figure things out and i like that yeah it's a positive message and i like that it's framed around the sort of dispute over the relative merits of public transit it's just like well it's kind of smelly but it's also liberating and yeah i'm always glad to hear songs celebrating the bus yeah although the smell is like the thing that i bothers me the least about it like the fact that there's a weirdos who you might have to sit next to and it's never on time and muni takes forever to get anywhere yeah but i think it's I mean, although ac like, transit is better <laughs> yeah the oakland perspective coming through but no I, but you know i think the, i haven't heard a good uh yeah pro bus song since ezra Furman's album that we did on the podcast so good to keep keep the spirit alive what song was that okay Restless year, I That's got a bus right. pass. I, I was te- I was testing you. Yeah, I can remember the names of songs occasionally, but but I like how this you know is one of one of the hallmarks of records that are recorded at home where someone is spending a lot of time really putting all the finishing touches on it. I think it's typical that 
there are a lot of like kind of like little flourishes and she throws in like the piano and sorry that is cricket dreaming one of our dogs good girl she's a good girl yeah the instrumental flow of this is so delightful i like the you know some of the kind of high synths yeah the kind of vaguely out of tune sounding piano the Mm -hmm. horns that kind of ramp up and how it kind of builds up and then tears down and then builds back up again and it just there's a real sense of space to grow and it's amazing because i mean this song's what like three and a half minutes long this is one of the longer songs on the album like Mm -hmm. she gets a lot into a little space and it's just remarkable and i don't want to be that someone who's cutting someone's slack like oh you're young you're still figuring it out but it's Mm -hmm. just like it's remarkably polished yeah no i agree so apropos of a dog dream barking in the background the next song we'll play is called one billion dogs song where shredding absolutely comes into the picture we hear a little of that kind of guitar solo very unhinged sounding and very high energy and this entire song is just has so much of a rock kind of sensibility of just fast and aggressive and the lyrics i'm not sure what they have to do with one billion dogs but (laughs) it's a great name for a song so i'm glad they used it and interestingly though it's like verse verse chorus and then just the same the exact same lyrics in yeah. the second verse verse chorus yeah. which is a little unusual but it makes it for just a, a fun ride i like how there's so many layers to this and you can tell you, you can just picture her being in her bedroom and just kind of like dubbing over dubbing over additional layers of uh, instruments and i like the way that they kind of come in and out of sync and the way that some of them you can only really hear if you're listening closely with headphones like there's the upfront noisy guitar, but then there's a really, really quiet, like, bass. I can't tell if it's a low guitar or bass um, in the background that's just kind of, like, giving a little percussive element. It's a just instrumentally, yeah, very dense, but it doesn't feel overwrought to me. Yeah. And that's, again, that idea that she has that sort of youthful enthusiasm and talent, but still enough kind of restraint and taste 
to hold back from it just totally collapsing <laughs> under its own weight. Yeah, and I usually don't like anything that's layered that densely because it feels fussy and it it just doesn't often it, it like anyone who's spending that much time getting it perfect often loses the spontaneity of what made it a good song to begin with. But I feel like this one still has energy and you can still hear her playing it live. It's got that kind of it's it's just very catchy and fun and it's not weighed down by the weight of its layers and that rock yeah this rock sensibility comes through and then i think what is the to me sort of the pop song on this album just showing she has that range is this next song we'll play and it's called baby and just for your information that's b-a-y-b-e-e why is that important because it's not b-a-b-y okay R&B jam. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it's so bass dominated. Well, bass and then that weird 80s sounding synth, which is an interesting combination. Yeah, well, that I, as I just said, I said, at least musically, it very much has this pop sensibility. It's very synth and bass driven. There's kind of this kind of almost saccharine sweetness to it. And again, the, the odd well, spelling of the song title yeah. sort of feeds into that. It's like sort of kind of jokey, like... Baby. baby it's not just baby but it's baby yeah and you expect with that sound and that title for it to be some like romantic kind of woo kind of song and then it's just lyrically about like oh it's kind of hard to be in a relationship and this is where it's which, kind of hard to take care of each other and this is maybe not good for us <laughs> which plays into what i said i think is the theme is that you know everybody works it's hard for everybody and and i'm reminded of there's a we had to look it up but there's a quote from a scottish writer that i've seen just the quote much more often than i've seen who it was attributed to which is be kind for everyone is fighting a hard battle it's just the notion that life is pretty hard and you just have to kind of stick with it a lot of the time and just keep putting one foot in front of the other and i feel like just like making music and just like maybe creating a successful career and supporting yourself and being in a relationship where you know maybe it's kind of difficult to be with the person but you're just kind of sticking it out yeah, well, this is a, you know, a very catchy soundtrack for a kind of a tough time. But yeah, it just keep, keeps moving and you acknowledge the difficulties and work past them. So we heard that bridge and then just the chorus like, hey, we're still going to enjoy the good parts. And then there's that just weird touches like the just suddenly going super out of 
like off key at the mm-hmm. end of the bridge for yeah. no apparent reason. It's kind of what the what just happened, and and then you then pointed at the, the siren. siren. Wah, yeah, wah, 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 wah. yeah, that's my impression of the siren. Wait, how does it go? Wah, 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 wah. But you talked about the saccharineness, and I I like that this whole record. Her voice is really close miked, and and that's a departure from what I usually don't like about shoegaze, where the vocals are really far buried, and that was the case with her previous release, Turn Into. But she makes her voice very, very high and almost in an affected way. And I think it's intentionally playing into that sort of R&B fakey sweetness that you're talking about. But yeah, and it's absolutely effective. Like she can do that with her voice. She Mm -hmm. can be more whispery. She can be more belty, Mm -hmm. kind of high or low. And it works. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it's impressed to see that kind of versatility. She pushes her voice in a totally different direction on the next song we'll play, which is called Bedhead. reminds me so much of heroin by the velvet underground and that it you it it is describing something in a way where the music really mirrors the experience of feeling it and i really love that yeah well i i have never been a a rock performer on stage but those early verses that we kind of came in in the middle and there's just that kind of throbbing and just that feeling of terror when you first go on stage must just be amazing and this i mean it's kind of a cliche that songs about, Oh, it's so hard to be a rock star and not that she's a star, but could be, but just that it like how hard a life it is. But yeah, this is so visceral of just what it feels like to get up on a stage in front of people. And for, you get the impression that like, this is her first time and like, Holy crap, but can I do this? Especially for somebody who is used to making music by herself in her house. That is a good point. Yeah. And it's, but it's so great that it's just, it's a very simple song. There's no sort of verse chorus. There's just this kind of womp 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 sound. Mm-hmm. And then it gradually gets replaced with a clear kind of guitar as over the course of that bridge, you, she's like kind of again, putting in the work and like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get better at it and just keep practicing. And it's really inspiring. But then at the tail end, I, I love that there's this little kind of hiccup where it's kind of this weird electronic thing that's just thrown onto that guitar sound of that no matter how good and you're still getting confident there's always that doubt and just or that little chaos yeah that little glitch and yeah and and it's funny because this whole record feels very organic and it doesn't sound electronic and then to just have that like electronic glitch in the middle is so startling 
yeah but i love it and it's yeah it's such a fantastic take on that and it's you know goes with a theme it's right after a super poppy song it's this really kind of dark and yet kind of up ultimately uplifting song they both work so well together and it's just i feel like this at the end of this album we're kind of coming into and it just is these different emotional punches each one totally effective each one sounding totally different and and i think all of them feeling very genuine like she you know she's kind of all over the map emotionally on this record and it could sound affected like she's trying to play a role for each of these songs but they all sound they all come across as genuine and true and not affected at all yeah and so coming out of this kind of struggling on stage comes i think at least a more positive sounding song but still with that the struggles of youth and it's called take it song has such a great balance of sounds where it starts off in fact there's this weird like one second electronic blurp that is very mysterious and then it's kind of a more straightforward just blown blown kind of guitar sound that's very stripped down but then i think towards the end it becomes almost like noise and very shoegaze but then that kind of stripped down guitar sound still carries and through really it per- percussive too like strum strum and then put her hands on the oh yeah strings, yeah you know? yeah it's just like very tight mm-hmm and so that this and then musically, as I said, it, like the rest of the song gets kind of crazy, even as the guitar still stays very restrained. And it's this mm-hmm. nice contrast. You can tell this is someone who has had a lot of formal music training and is knows kind of the the bare bones of how to make the sounds she wants and then is able to experiment beyond with what she learned as a classically trained musician. Yeah, I I don't know for sure but it, yeah now that you've said it, it's like oh yeah obviously because she's just so fluent in building f- complicated things that sound simple mm-hmm. and simple things that sound complicated and yeah. just being able to get pull off these kind of odd and again all of these songs i don't think all but the last track is under four minutes most mm-hmm. of them are under three and a half and yet they all feel so expansive and this one as well and it's of course feels expansive even as there are these lyrics about kind of being stuck inside and maybe kind of depressed and it's like oh i want to be happy and go outside but then i'll start twitching (laughs) but it's also about like fighting and the chorus is you know is that all you've got like fighting back yeah exactly it's it's hard to get out there Mm -hmm. and but it's almost like it takes work Mm mm-hmm Yes. Like that's the theme of there. No, it, it, it and to, the, there's that level of consistency across this record. Like there's so many different sounds and some of which are so poppy or dark or shoegazy or 
traditional and they're but they they can all address this theme from so many different directions and just so impressive and they also give her she has a very consistent voice again across all these different styles and not just her vocals but her voice her as an as the authorial voice you know yeah exactly that it can be that diverse and still feel cohesive artistically it's and I, impressive I, to pull off i thought it was interesting to read that she after she recorded that first not really an album and it was picked up by Polyvinyl. And so she went on tour where she was opening for Mitski. And I thought that was such a great pairing because it's, they have a very similar uh, artistic aesthetic as far as being kind of experimental and dabbling in a lot of different styles, but having a real consistent feeling throughout. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, sadly, as I said, we're like, there's this amazing string of songs to wrap up the album. So the next one we'll hear is the penultimate track and also the title track, Everybody Works. My folks, they don't think it's right a great thesis statement for the record because it's such a fun pop sound but the lyrics are actually really serious and it's addressing what i think she's trying to communicate throughout that life is hard for everybody and you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and everybody works yeah well that that's sort of the the inspiring messages i guess i'll never feel okay and that's somehow you know being happy with being unsatisfied and mm-hmm. that's and of course for an artist yeah you can't be satisfied you've got to be hungry and keep creating and that that's what it comes down to it's just everybody works everybody works and just that that kind of refrain and the sort of to me the two sort of messages that are both in this are like a her youth and like okay that this is like the only lyric where she's talking about oh my folks wouldn't and she's clearly still like just out of being a kid and almost certainly has a lot of like her parents telling her like well, and that's, being a rock star yeah uh, that's what i like that it's not just it's there's a thematic overview of what she's trying to communicate but also the specificity of talking about you know her parents pressuring her to to maybe like go to college you know she i've read interviews where she's talking about people telling her that she needs to just like go to college and get a job and blah 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 and like kind of give up on her dream of being a musician 
And that is kind of the what she's saying here is like music being a musician is also work and like living paycheck to paycheck to support yourself while you're an artist is also work. Yeah. It's not just about yeah. going to school. Exactly. And, ha- and how the song ends just really just drives the album home for me where it becomes the sort of the, the backing vocals are doing everybody everybody works while she says you don't want to see me like this you don't want to see me like this and she's so kind of raw and that notion of as an artist like she's opening herself up so much and and she's like you don't want to see like this except no people do want to see an artist who's this raw and vulnerable and open and able to be so open with a sound that's so rich and so polished and how is she only 22 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah this album i i think has really grown on me i think when i was first listening to it it's, mm, and i mean it's it's not an unalloyed there are a few kind of parts where i'm like eh, and the, you know the songs we didn't play are maybe not as amazing but it's still so impressive for someone just starting out her musical career and i cannot wait to hear what she does next yeah and so that's really kind of the climax of the album. And then we go out with the song titled For Light, which we'll play for the end of the podcast here. It's seven minutes long and it's kind of meandering and beautiful. And um, I think it's a great way to close out the record. So you've been listening to For the Record. Thank you for listening. And we've been discussing Everybody Works by Jay Song. Thanks. Thanks.